This episode of the Link Fitness Show podcast is sponsored by my one-on-one coaching program. Link Fitness one-on-one coaching is a 12-week high-level coaching experience for the former athlete who is ready to ditch the on-and-off cycle, ditch the fad diets and the generic workouts to create a lifestyle full of energy, food freedom, and confidence. My one-on-one coaching clients are experiencing major wins like rocking a crop top in the gym and feeling confident, ditching the cover-ups and feeling good about her body, hitting PRs in the gym, and enjoying all of their favorite foods without guilt. Link Fitness one-on-one coaching is for the retired athlete who is ready to crush her workouts and train for her instead of her sport. It is only for women looking to improve their overall health, learn the ins and outs of the gym and the kitchen, and to truly feel good. Not only will you learn how to get results, but how to keep them too. It's time to step out of your comfort zone and become the highest version of yourself. Learn more and apply at www.linkfittraining.com or by clicking apply to work with me in the show notes below. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Welcome to day one of the Holding You Accountable series. This five-day series is all about giving you actionable tips and takeaways so you can basically get your shit together, stay hella consistent in the gym, and just crush your freaking goals. Sounds pretty amazing, right? Let's dive on in. Hey friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. So as a former athlete, I spent most of my life training for my sport and I distinctly remember when it was all over and just like how I felt going to the gym after my final season had ended. Like I had been working out obviously all through my athletic career and like in the off season I was always training and in season we were training and I just remember that first time I walked into the gym and I was like, whoa, like it was just a huge mix of emotions for me. I was excited. I was nervous. I was unmotivated, but also still very motivated. All of the things. It was a huge, just honestly, the best way to put it is just a shitstorm of emotions. (laughs) Like I was excited to work out on my own terms and do the workouts that I wanted to do. But I was also extremely nervous that the workouts that I was writing for myself just weren't going to cut it because like training for all those years with a fitness professional. And at the time I wasn't yet a fitness professional. I hadn't, you know, gone through all of the processes and certifications and I, I hadn't made any huge mistakes to learn from yet. Like I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't confident. I should say I wasn't confident that my workouts were going to cut it. And I was very much afraid that I was going to lose the athletic figure that I had, right? And I was, I was unmotivated because I had no one pushing me to show up and I had no one pushing me to work hard, but I was also very highly motivated because I do love working out. And if you were ever an athlete, you can probably relate to me on this very heavy because especially when it comes to you know, loving to work out, but also having days where you're just like super, super unmotivated, like it happens, right? It just, it just happens. Um, and while these unmotivated, 
unmotivated days will still come up from time to time. My goal is to help you work through this and be confident that you can stay consistent in the gym even when things get busy or you're just not feeling motivated for whatever it is you are trying to accomplish at that phase in your journey, right? So I have five tips that I want to share with you that have absolutely changed my life. It has changed my client's life. So let's just get to it. So tip number one is to have a plan. Think back to how it was with your sport. You had a coach who scheduled your three to five workouts or practices or, or whatever it was. Um, in my situation, we had practice. We had lifts with a different coach. Um, that This was like an off-campus gym. And then we had like our study halls with a different coach. And like we had a lot going on that was just kind of put into our schedule for us. We went in. We did what we were told. We left, right? Well, here's the thing. You can recreate that. Yes, it's not as structured and you have way more flexibility because you can sit down and say, you know, I'm just not available from nine to five. (laughs) Like before, if coach said you had 6 a.m. practice, you had 6 a.m. practice. Like there was nothing, there there was no question. Like you just did that, right? You can recreate that. So I recommend having some sort of a plan or a schedule for your workouts. For example, if you want to work out, we'll say five times or four times a week, you know, you could do Monday, back and biceps, Tuesdays, shoulders and cardio, Wednesday is an off day, Thursday is legs, Friday is chest and triceps, whatever that looks like for you. But at the very least, you need to have a plan of what you're going to be doing on each particular day. You need to have a plan for each particular day. So in my situation, most of my workouts take about 45 to 60 minutes. But I know on the days that I'm doing just shoulders, like maybe I'm not even doing cardio, I'm just getting shoulder lift. Um, I know that that workout is going to be a quicker workout than if I were to be hitting a full leg day. So if there's a day where my um, schedule is a little bit busier or a little bit tighter, that's a perfect opportunity to plug in the shorter workout day or even just the off day. So if I know I, I, okay, yeah, maybe I have an hour and a half to work out, but that's also including time to get ready eat a pre-workout snack, stretching, all that kind of stuff. That's a day I'm going to do shoulders because I know I will have time out of that hour and a half. I'm probably going to get it done in 30 to 45. Um, So I'll have plenty of time for all of the other stuff. And I'll even have time to kind of like get my stuff together and wrap up before I head into my next appointment or, or whatever it is that I have to do for the rest of the day. Um, so that's a really, really easy way to kind of structure things. Or if you know, okay, this is my busiest day of the week, even if it's a Monday, there's nothing wrong with that. If Monday is your busiest day of the week, then take an off day on Monday. You can work out Sunday. You can work out Saturday. You could work out Tuesday through Friday. You don't have to work out just because it's a Monday. You know what I mean? You're allowed to take an off day on a Monday. But before I go off on a a huge tangent, I'm going to, I'm going to reel myself back in here. Um, But if you can plan your workouts and plan your rest days, you are going to have some sort of a structure that you can work on. Now, with all of that being said, I do also recommend having some sort of a plan B. So if some unexpected thing comes up, you have the flexibility with your plan to move things around. So maybe shit hits the fan on a Tuesday. You now have the flexibility to bump Tuesday's workout to Wednesday or even a weekend day. And then you can just hold yourself to that and say like, okay, well... I mean, think about it. If you're doing four workouts a week and you get three done, you're like, 
I just have one more. Like, I'm just going to get that done. So even if it is out of your normal and you have to move things around, it is still doable. Now, if you find that this is happening week after week after week, then that's when you might want to say, okay, maybe something's not like lined up with my schedule right. Maybe I can make some adjustments so I don't have to keep going to plan B every single week. Um, but the benefit of plan B on top of just more flexibility is you also get to learn a lot more like in real time. You know what I mean? So you get to go through the, go through the week, go through the schedule and pick out what you like and what you don't like. Right. I have clients who they're like, you know, you know, I'm kind of thinking about doing morning workouts instead of doing them after work, but I don't know how I feel about it. And I don't know if I want to get up that early And then I have some clients that they do it. I'm like, just try it, right? Just try it. If you don't like it, you can always go back to your other plan. It's not set in stone. So they'll try it and some love it. Some don't like it and they immediately go back to their other plan. Some are like, okay, there's pros and cons of this and there's pros and cons of that. Which one do I want to do? Weigh them out, that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you, if you have a plan, you are going to be way more consistent, okay? So moving right on to tip number two. Implement the 10-minute rule. If you've never heard of this rule, I'm telling you right now, it's going to help you big time, okay? This is one of my best tips for the unmotivated days. So let's say it's a Friday, you've had a long week, and you're just ready for the weekend, but you also kind of want to get a workout in. You know you're not going to get a workout in over the weekend. Maybe you have plans, whatever. So you're just like, oh, not feeling motivated, had a long week, but kind of want to do this. I don't know. This is when I want you to implement the 10 minute rule. So you can set a timer or you can just keep an eye on the clock, but I want you to work out for just 10 minutes. That's all you have to do is 10 minutes. That's it. Just 10. Okay. Whether that be with a circuit, doing a really, really good warm up. Um, that could be the first couple sets of a workout, however you want to look at it. But I just want you to move for 10 minutes. Okay, here's the thing. Most people that do that 10 minutes are going to say, well, I'm already here or I've already started. Let's just let's just finish the workout. Other times you might say, yeah, no, it's just not in the cards for me today. And that's okay. You tried. You did something right. Whether that be a 10 minute warm up walk, 10 minutes of stretching, first couple sets, you did something. Okay, 10 minutes is better than nothing. And you made the attempt to show up. This is so much different than just throwing in the towel, saying you can't do it, and going about your day. I personally would much rather give all I've got for 10 minutes and say that I tried and I put that effort in and it just wasn't in the cards for me today than say that I skipped because I just wasn't feeling it. Like, think about that. You can either say, one... I gave it all I had for 10 minutes and it just wasn't in the cards for me today and that's okay. Or two, I skipped because I just wasn't feeling it. Like just, I don't, I don't like the idea of just skipping because I'm not feeling it. I'd rather try something for a little bit. And I've had clients who, um, they, they go through a busy period of their life, whether they're a teacher going back to school or, you know, they're just a busy, busy person with work, with their workload or with classes or whatever it is. And I say, okay, well, just do go for a walk. You know, if, if you can't get to the gym, that's fine. I want you to walk for 10 minutes or I want you to stretch for 10 minutes. I just want you to do something for 10 minutes. 
because then that 10 minutes is keeping you on track. I would rather see if you're looking at a calendar, right, of all the blocks of the calendar, you have all the days listed out, and you're just writing down the hours or the time that you were working out. So if you say like 60 minutes on day one, 60 minutes day two, whatever, get halfway through and you throw in a 10, I would much rather see that 10 minutes on there than a blank block. See where I'm going? So start implementing the 10 minute rule. I'm telling you, you will start being way more consistent in the gym. Next up is tip number three, probably like one of my favorite tips, literally the foundation of a consistent regimen. Okay. Set yourself up for success. Set yourself up for success, whether it be with nutrition or with the gym. If you can set yourself up for success, you are going to be three steps ahead. Three steps ahead. Okay. So what is one thing you can do today that your future self will be grateful for? And this can look different day to day. But what is one thing you can do today that your future self will be grateful for? Some examples are things like setting out your clothes the night before, whether that be, you know, packing your gym bag and laying out your work clothes, whatever. Fill up your water bottle, grab your pre-workout snack, pack your gym bag. Don't forget about your bucked up pre-workout. Code LINK20 for 20% off. You're welcome. Um, But yeah, pack your gym bags, fill up your water bottles, laying out your clothes, all of the things. If you can do one thing each day that your future self will be grateful for, I can promise you that you're going to be more consistent. You're just going to be more consistent. Okay? My clients implement this very, very early on during our time together. And now they do this without even thinking about it. And I love it because they'll like say, oh, you know, I was doing this and I was doing that. And I was like, oh, you're setting yourself up for success, huh? They're like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just it's just part of their routine now. It's second nature to them. Um, and as you do this day in and day out, it's like building any other habit. It will become second nature and it will become natural for you. And it makes a huge, huge difference. So personal example is I get up at the, the first alarm goes off at 4.30. Sometimes I jump right up. Sometimes it's the second alarm at 4.45 that actually gets me up and out of bed. But no matter what, I always lay out my clothes the night before. And I have personally found that I am I feel more pre- prepared for my workout whenever I lay my clothes out the night before. Like if I get up, say I snooze the first alarm, get up with the second alarm. Now I don't even have my clothes laid out. Now I got to get my clothes together and now I got to do this. Now I got, by the time I'm actually starting my workout, my head's just not in it the way it should be. Right. But if I lay my clothes out, I get up, I put them on, I get moving pretty much right off the jump. Like I just feel way more prepared. I feel like my head's in it more. Maybe it's just a mental thing for me. I don't know, but it works really, really well. So if you're not already setting yourself up for success, I highly, highly recommend. I do this in multiple areas. I personally fill up my water bottle the night before. I lay out my gym clothes with the shoes that I'm going to wear. I lay out my pre-workout snack. So every morning, me and my dog share like a little fruit and grain bar. Because I get up so early, I don't really have a big meal before I work out. Um, But I will fill up my water bottle. I'll put that on the counter and I'll move my snack and I'll put my snack like right next to my water bottle. That way, all I have to do is walk out into the kitchen, grab my stuff, and I am good to go. Okay, so set yourself up for success. Moving on to tip number four, and that is to time block it. We talked a little bit ago about having a plan, and now I want you to take it a step further 
and time block this plan. Okay. I want you to time block your schedule. So like we said earlier, what days are you doing what workouts? I want you to time block those workouts into your schedule. I don't want you to just say, well, I'm doing back and biceps on Monday. Okay. Well, what time on Monday? What does your travel time look like? Like what, what time are you going to be at the gym? How long are you going to be at the gym? Time block this into your schedule. Okay. And I always recommend giving yourself an extra 10 to 15 minutes. So if you know you can normally get your entire workout done in like 45 minutes, I would time block for an entire hour for the workout and then add travel time on top of that. Okay. So if you work out from home, travel time could include like the time it takes you to change and get ready. So if you know you work out um, after your workday, say you get home at 5.30, um, I would say I would time block my schedule from 6 to 7 or, or 5.45 even. That way it's like you don't even give yourself the opportunity to sit down and get distracted. You get your workout in first and then you go about the rest of your chores, your responsibilities, whatever you got to do that day. Okay, so... No matter what, I always recommend giving yourself a little bit extra leeway. That way you're not feeling rushed. If you end early, great. Now you have extra time, but you're not rushing through your workouts. Um, the problem with this is if you don't time block enough time for yourself, you may find that you're not finishing your workout fully or you're cutting your rest time short in order to squeeze the entire workout in. And that's that's not something that we really want to do. Okay, so definitely time block your schedule and be realistic with it. And please, whatever you do, don't forget travel time because I made this mistake when we first moved to Townsend. So it, it used to take me about 20 minutes to get to the gym. Um, and yes, that was the closest gym. Um, it would take me about 20 minutes. So I did not count for the, the 40 plus minutes of travel time that it was going to take me to get to the gym. So I time blocked like, Oh, I'll go to the gym from 12 to one, yada, yada. If I'm saying I'm in the gym from 12 to I'm I'm blocked off from 12 to 1 for the gym, that meant I had to leave at 12, 20 minutes to the gym, 20 minutes to work out, 20 minutes home. I spent more time traveling than I did actually working out if I'm following that time block. So I found that I was like, mm, I'm really going overboard here. And then that would make me feel stressed and it would make me feel rushed. And I felt like I wasn't on track and I, I didn't have enough time in the day. And it really just comes down to proper time management and being able to be realistic about the time that you have and making sure that you're being efficient with the time that you have as well. Um, you can use a Google Calendar. You can use a planner, whatever you normally use, but I definitely recommend putting it in some sort of a, a planner, like whether that be pen to paper or something digital, that's fine, but time block it in there, okay? This is a great way for you to recognize that you do have time to work out, um, and then this kind of like you prove to yourself that you can stick to it through the craziness. So if you have a super packed schedule, like uh, one of my clients right now, she's a teacher, uh, but she's also a volleyball coach. And let me tell you, this girl is busy. Like she, she plugs her schedule. <laughs> Love you, but you plug your schedule pretty heavy. Um, so she will go to work in the morning. She'll teach throughout her day. Then after school, she has volleyball practice or indoor volleyball game or match. I really should know this by now, but I don't. Um, so some nights she's not getting home until super late. And while yes, it's very easy to look at your schedule and be like, well, I got home so late. Like I just don't have time. Like I got to go to bed soon. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. That's when you have to look at your calendar and say, okay, well, what do my weekends look like? 
can I do something on a Saturday or even a Sunday? That way I have one less day to worry about during the week. So for example, if you're on a three-day split, you could say, okay, well, I know in her situation, we don't have a game on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I know I can, you know, get done practice at this time and be home at this time, yada, yada. If I go back, she's probably already changed out of her work clothes since she was at practice. So she can go right into the gym, she can get a workout in, and then she can go about her day, right? So time blocking is a really beautiful thing, especially, like I said, for the people with the crazy schedules, because you can literally see it in your schedule of like, oh, I do have time. Right? I do have time. Not just, holy shit, I have so much going on. I, I don't know if I'll have time. Right, Having that in your schedule is kind of, like I said, a, a, like proof. It's evidence to yourself that you, you can do something. Again, even if it's only 10 minutes or even if it's 15 or 20 minutes, you're still doing something that's keeping you on track. Okay? So start time blocking your workouts. And tip number five is to hire a coach. I will never stop preaching about how investing in yourself is one of the best investments you can make. Personally, I have made an investment in myself in some capacity for over two years now. I think that there was maybe like three months in the past two years where I wasn't investing in myself to some capacity. Okay. I will always invest in myself, right? I am the best investment that I am going to make. Okay, so your health should be number one. Realistically, it should be number one. Yes, it feels great to be confident and be strong, but your overall health is really, really important. And if the vid hasn't showed us that more than anything else, I don't know what will. I really don't. You don't have to eat clean 24-7 to be healthy, but I will say... When you prioritize nutrient-dense foods, your body will be hella grateful. But we'll get into that in a whole nother episode. But hiring a coach is more than just someone to write your program and or give you macros. It's more than just, you know, a phone call or macro advice or a really good recipe. Like, it is so much more than that. Okay? My one-on-one coaching program is 100% commitment to you and to your goals. We focus on how to eat for your goals, how to see success in the gym, how to focus on your goals and stay excited and motivated so you can continue to work towards them, right? There is no more on and off when you have a coach. Like you stay consistent when you have a coach because your coach is there to help you. Your coach is there to guide you. And even through the busy times, like I have clients where they get so busy and they have so much on their plate that I literally tell them like, don't work out this week. (laughs) And even though they took an entire week off, they still stay on track because they have someone come that next week to say, all right, let's do it. Like you're going to crush your workouts this week. Like let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. You have someone to help you, someone to guide you, someone to reassure you that you are doing what you need to do to be successful. Okay. My one-on-one coaching is all about a lifestyle change, not just here, do these workouts, eat this food to lose weight, yada, 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 all that nonsense. Like that's just not, I'm a, my coaching method is lifestyle change. Like that's how I work. That's how I operate. That's what has helped myself and so many other of my clients be successful. Okay. It is so much deeper than that. Having a coach is 
honestly like a really really amazing feeling you have someone to celebrate you on the good days you have someone to pick you up and support you on the bad days you have someone to call you on your bullshit you have someone to tell you when you're being too hard on yourself you have someone to guide you someone to support you to teach you so you can have lifelong success not just success for the time being okay my goal is literally to educate my clients so they know how to keep the results after our time together is done. Okay, so hiring a coach is so much deeper than just, oh, you get, you know, X amount of workouts, you get X amount of macro or calorie allotment or, or whatever nutritional programming that that specific individual is doing. It is so much deeper than that. Okay, so much deeper. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, frustrated with your fitness journey or just anything in between and you just need some support and guidance along the way, I'm telling you, consider hiring a coach because it will change your life. A good coach is going to change your life. So now I have a little assignment for you to hold you accountable. Okay. This is like I said, we're doing actual tips, actual takeaways. Like we are not just listening to a fun podcast and going about the rest of our freaking day. No, we are implementing baby. Okay, this is like some free coaching right here. Okay, accountability. Let's do this. So I want you to plan your week and I want you to time block it out. So I want you to take just this week alone. So today is Monday. Go out from there. So Monday, what workout are you doing today or are you taking an off day today? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all that. I want you to list it all out. What workout you're doing. You don't have to write every exercise, but what workout you're doing, what muscle groups you're hitting and what time you'll be at the gym. Don't forget to allot for travel time or anything like that. And part two is to set yourself up for success. So you have the gym plan, right? You know you're hitting legs tomorrow, okay? So tonight, I want you to lay out clothes that is going to be the most comfortable for you to hit your leg day. I want you to fill up your water bottle or lay out a pre-workout snack or pack your gym bag or whatever you got to do that's going to help you be successful the next day. Okay. Then I want you to send this to me on either Instagram or Facebook, and I am going to help you stick to it. Okay. Like I said, this is free coaching. This is free accountability support. Like I'm just here to support you. So you can do this in whatever, if you want to write it out in your planner and then take a picture of it and send it to me. If you want to do it on your phone and take a picture, send it to me, whatever you got to do. Um, but definitely send this to me on Instagram or Facebook. And I am telling you right now, I'm going to help you stick to this. Okay. I'm going to help you stick to it. So I am so excited to hold you accountable. I'm so excited for you to hold yourself accountable and accomplish your goals. In tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking about holding yourself accountable when it comes to nutrition. And I'm telling you now, you do not want to miss this one. So be sure to subscri subscribe to the show. And while you're at it, why not leave your girl a nice little review? Um, but yeah, so if you have any questions with this, let me know. I can't wait to see your plans for the week, how you time block it out, and how you set yourself up for success. And yeah, so I'll catch you in tomorrow's episode.